0: Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated.
1: The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And tonight our nightcap is the big poppy. That is Nosotros Tequila in line because our guest likes tequila. He's from Boston, so we thought he'd appreciate the David Ortiz reference. And he's a dad. Also, Nosotros means we in Espanol. And when Josh started dating his current wife, he came into the relationship as a we. So we are going to cheers to dating dads and celebrating the love and bond that can be made into a modern family. Yay! Yay! Okay, and you guys, like we mentioned today, we have stand up comedian and actor Josh Wolf in the studio for round two. Woo!
0: Josh has become one of the most sought-after personalities in comedy today, guys. From adding his quick-witted commentary on comedy roundtables to becoming a New York Times best-selling author, writing on hit television shows, and headlining stand up comedy tours across the nation, Josh has proved time and time again he's one of the most dynamic and multifaceted comedians in the entertainment business.
1: That's right. You might recognize Josh as a regular on the roundtable of the hit E series Chelsea Lately. He was also a writer on that show, too, and he appeared as a performer on After Lately. Then Josh wrote It Takes Balls, Dating Single Moms and Other Confessions from an Unprepared Single Dad. Uh, That is a book and he, it is funny and brutally honest and it tells about his adventures of struggling, uh, being a struggling stand-up comedian while juggling being a single parent in LA.
0: And guys, as we mentioned before, he was born in Boston, Massachusetts and raised in Amherst and he discovered his love for comedy and made people laugh from an early age and even performed his first stand-up show at the ripe old age of 15.
1: Currently, you can listen to Josh Weekly on his podcast with co-host Freddie Prince Jr., and it's appropriately named The Prince and the Wolf. This podcast covers everything from parenting to MMA to pop culture to gaming, cooking, you name it. With Freddie's wealth of experiences and stories and Josh's very quick sense of humor, no topic is taboo, and there is definitely no safe places on this show.
0: And guys, as we said before, also, we are very pumped to have him back on the show again because it's been quite some time and we can't wait to talk to him about dating as a single dad how he shifted from the life he had to his new life once he met his wife and what he thinks about all these sexual harassment allegations and who's next to be outed
1: oh my my, i can't even i think he's just gonna have so much to say about that but jen why don't you tell us what you've been up to really quick so we can just uh talk about our air our dirty laundry
0: well, um, I was celebrating a girlfriend's birthday, and then I celebrated my uncle's birthday, and it's been birthdays galore, and I am pretty tired, but I am happy that it's almost the weekend again because I have lots of plans again, and I am excited about them because I'm yeah. back with of things.
1: Well, the holiday season is kicking off, and it's almost your birthday as well, and it's like party, 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 party. <laughs>
0: It sure is. And I'm pretty excited about it because I like plan something for me and all my girlfriends to do. And I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about in terms of that and all the planning. Um, But also Thanksgiving is coming. And that is like our favorite.
1: I mean, and we need to pace ourselves because like I said, it's like that song, shots, 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 but it's like party, party, party every weekend. And like this, I already had a Friendsgiving party. Like that already happened. That happened this last weekend. And like, I have another one on the coming up weekend. And then I have like another one um, for actual Thanksgiving. And I'm like how many things can you eat and drink until the new year? I think I'm winning the contest because it's like, and then your birthday party. And it's just like, I'm really excited for all the parties and it is the most wonderful time of the year. We are both, if you have listened to our show, Jen and I are both obsessed with the holidays. So
0: we sure are. And we're obsessed with our guests who just joined us. Hi, Josh.
2: Hi, how are you? Hi, are
0: Josh. Great.
2: Can um, you see me? No. Well,
1: we can hear you, and that's what's important, because everyone else can hear you, too, and we are really pumped to have you back for round two.
2: Now, Let's I apologize for yesterday. Um, I, have this, I have this thing. Have you ever heard of leaky gut?
1: Oh, my God, Josh.
2: <laughs> right? That, how old am I when I'm talking leaky gut?
1: This is old AF. That's how old you are.
2: Yeah. So, but every now and then... I go down to the count, and yesterday was one of those days. So I apologize, but you were so nice, and here we are.
1: That's okay, because the show must go on, and as you guys probably saw on our social media, we were supposed to have an interview with Josh yesterday, but it's happening today, so just- Here we are.
0: And if you're listening next
1: week, then it doesn't even matter. So here we are. Doesn't matter. So get over it. But Josh, we have you in and we're just going to like get right to it. We're just going to scare the shit out of you right off the bat because
0: uh, we need to talk. Okay. Yeah. So our listeners ask questions and we give them the answers. Every week we pick our favorite fan question and give our best no BS advice. And we would love for you to chime in on this one. Uh, This week's question comes from Marcy in New Jersey. And she asks, why do guys resurface?
2: Yeah. Resurface?
0: Yeah, like why do they ghost and then come back like at a miscellaneous time three weeks later or two months later? It's like, hey. Is yeah.
2: that a real is that a real question? Yeah, yes. it is. And, they, and it's they, a real they, thing. They resurface because they want to know, hmm, I wonder if I could still get a just get a little taste of that.
1: <laughs> That's what I think too. I think it's a combination, Josh, of that and being bored.
2: No, it's just wandering. (laughs) No. If if a guy walks away, right, he's walking away for something else. And if
1: something
2: something else goes away, and then he's like, "Mm, what else do I, what else maybe could I possibly run back to? And that's what it is. You're a run back to.
0: (gasps) Totally. Totally. so you're, you're like runner up
2: or that is runner up. You're runner well, up
1: bench. You've been benched and then you're, you're getting, you're coming off the DL.
2: So basically what happened is you were the starting pitcher and they took you out and then they put another pitcher in and they were like, Hmm, that pitcher's not that great. I wonder, should we go try the starter again? <laughs> right. And that's not okay. It's not okay. You know, it it's, men are okay. Here's the deal. We are not, stupid we're simple so don't overthink the reasons he went away because he thought maybe there's something better and now that whatever he thought is not there anymore and now he's like mm, i wonder if i could still and that's all it is it's that simple
1: okay i, mean, no, wait, I have a question how yeah. long so you so the guy has to completely disappear in order to actually resurface. So, cause I want everyone to feel like they know when a resurfacing is happening or if it's just been like a slow burn. So like, if you feel like there's been a long enough time where you haven't been contacted from this guy and then he comes back around, that's a technical resur- resurface and then you just don't, you like, you just don't respond or you tell him like, fuck off or what?
2: Let me ask you a question. Say you're dating dude and you there, you know, it's casual. And you find another guy and you're like, no, I'm going to go out with that dude." What would be the reasons that you would go back to that other guy? Ask yourself. What would be the reasons?
0: I'm alone and have nothing else to do.
2: That's it. It's nothing good. It's nothing good. It's nothing good for whoever got broken up the first time. It's not, I realized how much I really loved you. That's (laughs) not it at all. It's exactly that. It's exactly that.
0: Yeah, they pull a lot of the like, hey, stranger, and oh. like throw it back at you as though you're the one who ghosted. You did not. He no. did.
2: And, and he <laughs> The other good one the guys do is they make it seem like, you know what, I needed to test the waters to see what else was out there. But there's nothing like you. So I'm back, and uh, I'm here forever. And what I mean by forever is until I find somebody else that I think is better. Younger. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that year younger was was my leaky gut. Like that was that had so much, <laughs> oh my God. That had so much hanging on it. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm fucking being honest. I mean, I am most. No spr- I'm not a spring chicken. Okay, there's plenty droves of women who come to this city in LA that are like 21, fresh off the boat from fucking Tennessee with their fake tits and their blonde hair, and they're like ready to go. I mean, they're a daily. There's like hundreds of them. So just- ask,
2: as a woman especially in L.A., as a woman, what age do you start thinking about younger women?
0: Oh, shit. Um, at I, least when you turn 28. I feel no. like you're a real adult, not younger.
1: I was going to say late 20s, because you get close to your 30s, and you start your like, age starts to become a real thing. And also, you know, we have that thing that we get told constantly, whether you feel it or whether you hear it, that bi- you have a biological clock. So it, sometimes it's a, a feeling women have. Sometimes it's just noise in your ear. But, like, that starts happening at 28. Because guess what, Josh, and you probably know this, when you're, like, 32, every pregnancy after that age is considered a geriatric pregnancy. So how does that make you feel?
2: I mean, I'm, we've got to talk to Madonna about that. I don't know. Huh. 32? Is that right, 32? Yeah.
1: 32, and then after is considered a geriatric pregnancy. And yeah, who we really should be talking to is Janet Jackson because she's the one who just had a baby, and she's like fucking 50. But I
0: I don't know how much I believe that that is true. There's got to be some genetic modification that happened in there.
2: (laughs) I I think. I think we should also be honest. Out of all the women we know in Los Angeles, what percentage do you think have babies under the age of 32? It's way under. For me, the women I know, it's all, uh, everybody I know is over 32. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no, me, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to lay like the slow
2: bus. Yeah, yeah, you know, when I was raising the kids, right, um, and I was, I was late 20s, early 30s with the three kids, right, mm-hmm. and I was far and away the youngest parent at the preschool. Right Far and away, the kid, the people who were bringing kids to preschool were like 40 years old, 42 years old, you know, and, in this town. And they probably had a leaky gut. You know, <laughs> they did.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, how old were you when you had Jacob? Well, Jacob's 20. Can I date him? Is that
2: 1997? No, no, no! You're right. The right age. Don't Perfect. worry. I got. A, I got a 25 year old too. So it's right. Uh, under. Oh,
1: oh, well, that that's right. Up. Yeah. Okay. So, so how old were you when you? The, I don't can't do that math. How old were you when you? Well, were you know,
2: you remember, that? right? So I had. I met a woman. She had two kids. We had a kid together, and then I kicked her out. But I kept all yes. three kids, right? Right. So when I met her, I guess I was early 20s. Dude, early 20s. That's crazy. pretty young. What's that?
0: You started young by today's standards.
2: Well, yeah. It, by California standards. Oh, standards. Oh my but God. When I travel in the Midwest, they're like, yeah, you're one of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: wait for your image. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>
2: <laughs> yeah, by the way, I have to mention. Now, I don't know if you guys know that my wife is a writer director. Yes. Did you know that her movie just hit in a week? Her trailer just hit 10 million views.
1: Wait, what? No, I didn't. And what is it? Tell everyone what it is so they can okay. see
2: it. The trailer came out on Tuesday. By Wednesday, it had 4 million views. As of today, a week, it had 10 million views. Holy it's moly. It's called Forever My Girl. It's 10 million. It was the number one trailer on iTunes for three days in a row. All I'm saying is I, I, my dream of being a kept man is not that far away. It's not.
1: You are so close, Josh. <laughs> I can taste it! I Indeed. can taste that! That's amazing. Congratulations to Bethany. That is so awesome. Are you in you. the movie? And What's up? Academy Academy. Are, are you, yeah, exactly. Are you in the
2: movie, Josh? Uh, I believe when I asked if there was a role for me, she said, I think we want to make this one as good as we can. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "Yeah, no argument here. Let's let's uh, let's get the 10 million views." But it was it's so amazing, you know. She wrote it. She directed it. Um, the soundtrack is the majority of it was written by my son's 17 year old savant friend. We were in he was in our backyard, and we walked in the backyard, and he was playing this beautiful music. And Beth was like, "Who wrote those songs?" He goes, like, "Those are my songs." Wow. And so most of the, the it's a it the it's set in the south it's about a, a, a country guy and um but it's all original like an original country soundtrack it's amazing
1: oh my god that's so
0: awesome congratulations to all that that's such great news yeah and also what a supportive husband you are these are like goals we seek in our relationships yes that does that
2: i i have to tell you you know i've been i've had a a moderate amount of success. But if you ask Beth, I say to her all the time, I'm just waiting for you. Because I knew all along, she's the real talent in this family. I was just treading water for all of us so she could start making some money and I could just smoke weed and get fat. Like that's the goal. Hey, that's that's the American dream. (laughs) dream. (laughs) It really is. It is the American dream. Wait, but also as of
0: January 1st, like don't we smoke pot wherever we want now? Isn't that like a thing? Wait, what? Yeah, Yeah. it's legal.
2: In California. Yeah. Um, you know, I smoke pot wherever I want. Anyways. You know where you know where it's always been legal? Maya. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Jackson Walker. Do you remember Jackson Walker? I don't oh, remember Jackson. Cameron's glasses. No, oh, he,
1: that was he is referring to our acting class every time. I'm class. sorry, I forgot it wasn't just
2: the three of us. I forgot <laughs> there was a lot of people listening. <laughs> my fault. I'm he sorry. <laughs> what's that lonely bottle on top of your refrigerator? Oh uh, are you
1: talking about oh it's not a not big, it's it's I have you guys I have a big ass wine bottle behind me and it's like a massively huge and never been opened, but I'm saving it for when I become a kept woman and can join your club josh
2: i then bring it over it really it's the size of a bottle you would see on a pirate ship like that is fucking huge
0: or <laughs> like, or like a very like italian italian restaurant like sitting in the middle of the table it's like yeah. one.
1: two things are true here i am italian a and b or one or two uh size does matter so.
2: have you ever been to one of those restaurants where you can drink as much wine as you want, and they say just leave the money, the amount of money where you think the amount you drank? No, where
0: is this restaurant, and how can I get there immediately? I'm leaving this conversation and going.
2: You've never been to one of those? The first one I went to was in San Antonio. Do you know Uh John Bon Jovi has a restaurant (laughs) with no prices on the menu? You just leave whatever you think the meal was worth.
1: That's amazing. You're just, li- you're just living on a prayer in that one?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, because the I'm way is a little one is- one away, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wait. Awesome. I've never been to a restaurant like that. And then, in that case, like, I would just drink. I would make myself sick, probably, because I would, yeah, I'm really going to stick it to the man now and, like, it's drink and eat everything I can. It's like an all-you-can-drink
0: buffet.
2: Yeah, you know, I've always said that the two most powerful words in the English language are open bar. <laughs> like if, if, it, if, it, if something says open bar, you're going to get a lot of people there. Absolutely. Like, e- Yeah, even people who are like, I don't like these people, but open bar.
1: Oh, my God. It's so hard to get people to go out in LA to get a date, to get your friends to go out. If it rains here, people are like, I can't go out. It's raining. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, there's a roof on the bar and it's just fucking water. People yeah. are so weird. If you say open bar, watch the excuses fly out the window. Like, oh, okay. Wow. It's <laughs> snowing. Let me get there.
0: Like, I will no get there, there the beginning of open bar till the end. What's that? Oh yeah. You'd also get there right at the, like people will forego their tardiness and all of a sudden be the most punctual people on the planet.
2: Nothing gets their people on time quicker than open bar because open bar implies that the good booze is gonna run out first.
0: I
1: think Jen on your, true Josh, and I think Jen on your dating profile, you should just say open bar. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is cute that. because it could be up for interpretation. Like, am I free? Do I provide drinks? Do I enjoy open bars? Can I, do I appreciate somebody that might be cheap? Huh. Like, it's like endless.
2: I, love I it. think open bar, if you put open bar under your name, to me, if I read that, that's more of like something that you are referring to yourself. you know what I mean? Like, I'm an open bar. Awesome.
0: <laughs> well... That brings us actually to what's going on with celebrities right now. Who do you think is going to be the next person in Hollywood to be outed for sexual harassment or some kind of mischief?
2: Oh. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's a tough question to ask, because if you had asked me two years ago, I would have said the same thing, but off the air, I would have been like, "Nah, I've heard a lot of shit about Kevin Spacey. And like, these are not these are not things. The Louis thing as a comic to me was about as surprising as the Cosby thing. It's stuff that we had talked about for years, but it's not something that someone that I could go to the paper because then the paper is going to say, who, who are the people? And I'm not going to out those people. That's up to them to out themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just like right now, there are a couple people that I am sure are shaking in their boots, but I can't say their names. Are you crazy? I'm just
1: throwing that one.
2: Now, I will say this. Uh, Yesterday, I did say, I'm waiting for the John Travolta story to come out. Came out today. Came out today. But you know, like, let me ask you this. Do you think that this shit only happens in Hollywood? Or do you think people just only care about the people in Hollywood who are doing it?
0: Uh, no, I think it, um, it's newsworthy because it's Hollywood, but I right. do think that it happens everywhere and it's less newsworthy because it's like John Smith of Indiana.
2: Yeah, right, Th- but those are the women that I feel super sorry for because they have no voice. Right now, if you have been assaulted by somebody who's famous, you're going to be able to get a, have your voice heard but if jim in accounting it, it whips out his dick nobody cares except for jim's wife jim's yeah. wife probably jim's wife probably doesn't like it. <laughs> no and she doesn't like him now either no no um so i can't i don't it's really it's a really loaded question for me you know what i mean like i don't want if i say a name there's going to be a reason that I say the name and I can't play the
0: names. Oh, right! you do know
1: things.
2: Well, Well, I don't know things. I've just heard rumors.
1: Well, You're in a male dominated industry and there are some women who are very good and very funny in your industry. And those ones like obviously have to fight their way to the top for more reason than one. And you were obviously very close with Chelsea and, um, you know, there's other women that I'm sure it's just like one for every 20 of you, and mm-hmm. they're constantly around all you guys, and everyone's really crass and drinking. And you know, it's yes, wow, you've definitely yeah. seen and heard things. What do you do though? In those, have you ever felt you don't have to name names, but in a moment, I'm sure you've seen or heard something. Do you just like fucking turn around and walk away? You stay out of it because you're like, I'm not gonna get
2: involved in this. Do you know it completely depends? So for me, uh. I think a comedian should be able to say whatever they want on stage. So let's starting with that, whatever you, in in today's day and age, if you go to a comedy club and you're offended, that's your fault. Just Google. Google. You'll find out who's up there. Google. Google. Right. So they should be able to say whatever you want. And there's a difference between banter and making somebody feel uncomfortable or threatened. And I have said things to people. I have for sure said things to people where like, hey, that's not okay. Like, or that's not, that's not cool. Like she seems scared, man. Like that's not, and I've heard guys say, well, I'm just joking around or yeah, but you got to read the cues, man. You got to read the cues. So uh, there's no doubt in my profession, especially, you know, I've heard guys fall back on, but I'm just being a comic. I'm just being, there is a difference that everybody knows. But people like Chelsea, here was what was great. Did you ever watch Chelsea lately? Okay. She turned it all on her head. Who was being harassed? Us.
1: Yeah, totally. Oh my god, I thought, I thought she fucking hated all you guys. I know she didn't, but she would like, poor Joe Coy, that who, guy.
2: Who was, who was wearing dresses? Us. Yeah. Right. So who came out in girls underwear? Us, the guys. So she, tur- she really turned that entirely on its head in public unapologetically. And it's one of the reasons that I love the show, is that she took everything that people have been doing and turned it on its head, you know? And, um, but people like Amy Schumer, does the, they do the same exact thing. They do the same thing. They've kind of turned it on the head, its head. It's, it's young women who I – it's young women who are, like, trying to feature or trying to just get stage time. And you're right, it is a boys club. But you know what would change that? You know what would change that 100%? More women? If more women bought tickets to comedy shows. So right now, who's coming to see the top comics? It's dudes. But
1: why do you think that is though? Is it because they're relating to the dudes on stage?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at Bill Burr, I would think he's probably geared more towards guys. Joe Rogan geared more towards guys. I bet you Kevin Hart is split 50-50. Really? Yeah, I bet you he is with, with men and women. Don't now. You don't think so?
0: Well, not anymore. Not after all that stuff with his wife and that other right. woman. I mean, it
1: would not really affect my decision, but I could see it affecting some other people. Like, if I want to see him do stand-up, I'm going to see him. Yeah. his personal life is separate than his art
2: to me. I agree with that. It wouldn't affect my decision either. Like, you know, as a person, he may not be a great husband or he may have made a mistake, but he's still yeah. a great comic. I, I, here's the sad thing. I guarantee you, if Louis did a show tonight at the comedy store, he would sell it out.
0: Oh yeah, you really think so? though? Okay, so here's my thing with comedy oh, though: there's a lot of that, like, comes from you know the comic themselves, right? Like their observations, their thoughts. Like it's got to come from somewhere for them to like write a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like, don't you think maybe that that would affect their you know audience because I don't know that I want to go see Louis C.K. give his opinions about life stuff right now if he's sort of like, part of this whole witch trial.
2: Look, I, I don't think he could sell nearly as many tickets as he has. That, there's no doubt. But just as far as the human condition, you wouldn't be curious what he got on stage and said?
0: No, totally. I'm scared.
2: I'm scared he's like thing. sad now. What's I mean, that? I'd be scared he wasn't funny anymore. Oh, he's still going to be funny. Here's the thing about stand-up. Kevin Spacey will never work again never work again. Louis Louis C.K. is going to take a couple years off. He's going to do whatever therapy and stuff, work with his family that he used to. The thing about being a comic is that they can never fire us. They can never fire us. He can rent out a theater and sell tickets on his own. And two years from now, when he's done whatever tour he feels he needs to do as far as therapy and apologizing and all that shit, right? When he comes back, he's going to write an hour, because whatever you say about him personally, he's a funny motherfucker. He's going to write an hour about this that's going to be really funny, and people are going to watch it. And, like, my question to you is this. Say he goes away and he does, goes to therapy or does whatever it is that guys like this need to do. Is there ever a time where you're like, okay, he's, he's done his penance. He's done his time. I'm okay with seeing him again. I
0: mean, or is he, I don't he know ruined Was like, is he Bill Cosby? Is he uh, Louis, K., Louis Harvey K. Weinstein, or is he Louis C.K.? I mean, I guess yeah. it just sort of depends on the guy.
1: It's a different, it's a different uh. genre. But like, Chris Brown is an artist that writes music that comes yeah. from a real place, and he beat the shit out of Rihanna. He's still working and still doing concerts, and even did bullshit after he fucking did the Rihanna thing, and like had an illegitimate child, and like beat the shit yeah. out of people, and he's still. I mean, nobody gives a shit about him. Everyone's fine with him now. That's a great though.
0: Like, is it like now he can like write about baby mamas and being in jail and
1: shit? I mean, he, who knows, but nobody cares. Like nobody's like, "Uh uh-oh, don't go to a Chris Brown concert. Like everyone's just like, what? Oh, they forgot.
2: It's like, doesn't matter. It's crazy. R. Kelly used to pee on people in the club,
1: And I love me some Kells, so. Yeah. the thing too it's like you uh, this is an art and like you separate sometimes the you know suspension of disbelief happens in some way shape or form and you're just like okay fine whatever you also know that everything when you get on stage Josh you know you're talking about being a single dad you're talking about that kind of stuff but it is not all 100% totally true like we know you're kind of making shit up and we're laughing along with you because it's whatever you're saying is funny we don't really care if it's like totally true or not
2: yes People, that's an interesting thing. You know, some people go in knowing that. Some people get really disappointed when you tell them, no, of course that didn't happen like that. Like, what do you think, I'm an an animal? you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I just wrote a song about my daughter. And it's based in truth. All my stories are based in truth. And so here's the true story. The true story is, you know when she she's when she was seven i was working on a show that was on radford the lot in studio city mm-hmm. and my house was basically right across the street she came over around seven o'clock one night with my wife and was like my wife was like hey kate wants to say good night and i said okay and she said oh she wrote a little poem about the cat do you want to hear it and i said sure now she the name of the poem that i didn't know was my pussy <laughs> so she's a seven-year-old girl, and she's in a writer's room, and she the opening line is, Oh, I love her, my pussy. I like to hug her, my pussy, right?
1: <laughs> and Beth knew this, too, so she's like, Do you want to hear it?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. But so, now I changed it up a little bit for the stage. I made it a talent show at school, because that's more, that's more embarrassing. <laughs> I, kept, I kept the opening lines, but I changed the... Do you want me to play it for you? Yeah, I just hold on. I'll get the guitar. I don't think I've I've never done this on a show. Hold on one second. Hold on. Oh, you you can't see me.
1: No, we can't see you, so it doesn't really matter if you're walking
2: away. Okay. You. So I'm not a good guitar player. This should be. You. I should let you know that right away. Okay. Um. But so I changed the words to it, right? Um. So it it has to make. It has to be cute, right? And not dirty. And hers was inadvert- inadvertently dirty a lot. So the song, and I changed it to being in a talent show with 300 other students and moms. Got it. But this was the poem she wrote. Ooh, I love her, my pussy. I like to hug her. My pussy, yeah, my pussy likes to run around. My pussy, she makes the cutest sounds. My pussy, and then she said she's pretty scary. My pussy, she's pretty hairy. Yeah, my pussy, yeah, my pussy sleeps on my chest. My pussy, she likes my brother best of my play. <laughs> and she, She's happy as can be. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's part of the family. <laughs> and she likes to sleep all over the place. Yeah, my pussy, she'll lick your face. <laughs> Right? So that's <laughs> oh, basically the song, right?
0: That's oh my God. <laughs>
2: And also <you're laughs> By the way, I just started playing that two days ago on stage because my daughter would never let me write the song.
1: It's amazing. It is. But that's You've what is. You've never even done it on your podcast
0: yet?
2: No, that's only the fourth time I've ever played it.
0: Wow. It's like almost an exclusive, but not, but kind of.
2: Yeah, ex- but kind of. Only the people in Atlanta. Exactly. But but so what I do, what every stand-up does, is they take, well, the ones that I love, is they take a kernel of truth and then they sow that seed. Because to me, truth is where the funny really happens. And then you add around it, you know? Yeah. I think it's kind of like acting, right? When you act, you've got to come from a place of truth, right? You're an actress.
1: Yeah. You have to be honest. It's the hardest part of acting, I think, because you, you think you want to tell, make you want to show someone what it looks like when you're sad or what it looks like when you're being funny. But you have to actually be sad or actually be funny. So, you know, it's all it's all coming from truth. And the most funny comedians are really honest and truthful and the best actors are really honest and truthful. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. You make it, you make it more fun for the stage and people who just need to know that. But so, and also speaking of the stage, tell us like your, your tour dates, your upcoming tour dates where people can see you and come to your shows.
2: Uh, Comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. I just shot my special in um, Idaho. Now I'm going to give you another name. You remember Tyler Nimmin? Tyler Brooks? Tyler Nimmin?
1: Yes. Tyler Brooks, another actor that we know.
2: Tyler has a production company in Boise now. And he shot the special for me.
1: Amazing. So where can people see that?
2: I shot it myself. We're editing it, and then I'm going to put it up myself. Uh, but you can go to comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. I'm in Kansas City this week, the 17th and 19th. And then lucky me, I'm in Peoria, Illinois, the oh. second week of December. And I'm in Brea, like December 15th and the 17th. Well, you'll hear that song and some other songs. Jiffy Wilde is going to join me, and we're going to have a good time.
1: Okay, and then your podcast. Tell us quickly about that and what people can expect and where they can find
2: that. I do a podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. It's called Prince and the Wolf. And you can expect a lot of talk about 90s movies that he was in. (laughs) And the people that he, you know, ran with. But also, you know, we're both fathers. So, and of kids with completely different ages. But we've both been married around the same amount of time. You know, I got married in 2004 and same thing with him. And so yeah it's just a good we cover a lot of bases a lot and we today we did about 15 minutes about our favorite guilty pleasure songs oh what's yours
1: yeah give us that
2: i gave you my top four
1: yeah
2: wrecking
0: ball
2: (laughs) i fucking love wrecking ball i feel
0: like i like i'm emoting so much when i'm singing along with it me too i'm like it is a wrecking ball
2: (laughs) By the way, have you heard the new Kelly Clarkson album? No. Straight Fire. So good. Am I, I'm sorry I'm saying this in public, but so damn good. Okay, the other Guilty Pleasure song is Hit Me Baby One More Time. (laughs) Love it, love it. Mambo number five.
1: Oh, Josh, come on. (laughs) it has got a great beat.
0: One, two, three, four, five. Like what's better than that? all the names. How can you not like Mambo number five? Uh, It's like just
2: rude to not like it. It's so good. I feel like you and I really have the same taste in music. Oh yeah. What would be your Guilty Pleasure songs?
1: Genuine Pony, anything NSYNC.
2: Is NSYNC Guilty Pleasure? Because I do Bye Bye Bye. I do the dance in my car.
0: I think it's not a Guilty Pleasure. It's a regular pleasure.
2: It's just so good. Don't you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be your guilty pleasure? Oh, I, I, my other one was Carly Rae, I mean, yep. no, maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah oh, okay, exactly. that's three. What's the fourth?
2: Oh, the fourth one was, uh, it was it Hit Me Baby One More Time.
0: That uh, I can do with that, that one song. Uh,
2: hit Me Baby, uh, 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 Wrecking Ball, Carly Rae, and Mambo Number 5. Oh, okay. What do you got? God, I don't even know.
1: I mean, Genuine Pony is, I don't even know if that's guilty, really. It's, it's, well,
2: it's, is there any song that when it comes on in your car, you oh. you turn up you roll up the windows before you start singing. That's the country
0: That's I sing it loud and proud, and I don't speak the language, but I don't, <laughs> I don't care.
1: You know what? One, I don't like country music, but I turn up Carrie Underwood um, before he cheats. Really.
2: Oh yeah, do you get into it? Totally.
1: I'm like, I'm a a music videos your tires, motherfucker! <laughs> don't
0: mess with me. Yes.
2: Well, that's awesome.
0: That is awesome. Um, okay, real fast before we go, we have to ask you one question because we did mention that at one point you were a single dad and we yeah. we hinted to people that you're gonna give some advice to anybody that's trying to date a single dad out there or somebody that is single and getting back out there. Pick your pick your advice you wanna give to single people and, okay. and
1: if it could you're be dating, from your book. From it if, could be from your book or whatever. I'll else.
2: give you one for, about being a single dad. For single if you're trying to date a single dad stop trying to meet the kid it's creepy as shit how about we decide we have a relationship first why are you going to meet my kid we're on a third date like (laughs) what the fuck do you know what i mean like why do you need to meet the kid that's not part of this relationship i think the mistake people make is that they have the new person bond with the child oh yeah no before they bond right so yeah anytime i met a girl who was like when can i meet your kids i'm like this is our last date (laughs) <laughs> this, is it. this is it for us just so you know yeah and that was one of the best things about beth is that she was just like hey i shouldn't meet the kids yet i'm like no i know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
1: I did not meet my boyfriend's daughter until like six months into it yeah yeah because we i told him do you decide when that happens i always left that up to him i of course i said i can't wait to meet her and i know when i meet her i can anticipate that it's gonna really make like make me feel good about you. It's probably gonna make me like fall for you even more. Okay. But-
2: Did it? Yes. Yeah. How but was it good?
1: She is just turned eight.
2: Uh, it's a great- When age. I met her
1: she was six, but it was like, it, I mean, yeah, like it, 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 I told them all the while, like I'm. Re- I would like to meet her when you're like, when it's time, but that's your call. And I even like dropped off cookies to them one day, but I said, I'm leaving them on the doorstep like yep. whatever so you know
2: six months is a good time that's what beth and i waited too six months
1: yeah it was it
0: was good it felt good so that's great advice stop trying to meet the kids people yeah i don't want to meet your kids so call me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a real
1: thing though because like we were talking about in the beginning of this we are no spring chickens i mean listen we're not old like you josh but we're Thanks. not Thank I'm you. the youngest. <laughs> we're not 22 years old, and this is our dating pool now. Like my boyfriend fully has a daughter, and like we meet men that have, women, that have children because they've had you know previous relationships or marriages or whatever. So this is great advice because a lot of people in our age pool are experiencing this.
2: I find it very funny, too, when you said we're not 20, and then you ch- pick 22.:
1: Yeah,) <laughs> that's really young. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You pick 22. Like, I'm kind of close to 22. So I pick not 22 anymore.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Well, really quick, remind everyone where they can follow you and find you.
2: Comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates, at Josh Wolf Comedy, for my Twitter and my Instagram. Uh, Check out Prince and the Wolf on iTunes. And every Monday on my Facebook fan page, not this past Monday, because I... Had a little problem, but every Monday, usually eight PM Pacific time, I do something called high live in my backyard. You go to a face I do a Facebook live and I'm high as shit and I just talk to you.
0: That's oh, amazing. Crap. Thank you so much for joining us with your leaky stomach and all. We really appreciate
2: it. Thank you. You guys gonna come over and do a high live with me?
0: Sure. Yes. Oh, would yeah. you? Yeah.
1: No, seriously, can we?
2: Oh, would you really do it? Yes. All right, I'll email you sometimes.
1: Great, oh we're in. Now, yes. <laughs> all, right,
2: guys. all right, guys. Thank you.
1: Thank Bye. You so Bye. Bye.
0: Oh, he is just the funniest. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we will be back next week for another It's Complicated. Where can everyone find you, Lauren? Uh, you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meets.
1: All right. Love you a long
0: you time. time. Bye.
1: Bye.